Welcome to the Evolution Exchange podcast, bringing together the best technical leaders to talk about the industry passions and challenges that they are facing. I'm Ollie Stockford from Evolution Recruitment Solutions, helping businesses connect with top tech talent. And today, I am your host. Today, we're going to be discussing the topic on blockchain within sports technology and the future of such pairing. A conversation that will have many layers, and I'm delighted to be joined by Irina from Be Faster Fit, Max also from Be Faster Fit, and Alexandra from Tiki. Before we delve deeper into the topic, let's get some introductions. So, Irina, do you want to kick us off first? Yeah, of course. I'm happy to. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Irina. I'm the CEO of Be Faster Fit, and yeah, I'm a lawyer. Uh, and it's very interesting to combine the things you have learned in the past in a time where blockchain and the whole technology was not so common to everyone and to um, yeah, see new things, to develop new things, to be compliant with everything that is around us. Um, we are based in, in Malta, so we are under the European regulations. So uh, from a legal perspective, um, everything is, I think, for all lawyers, quite new and uh, very interesting. And yeah, um, so for Be Faster Fit, it was one of the main goals to play by the rules from the very beginning. So yeah, that is one of my main topics and makes us more the technical guy. Perfect. Max, over to you. Yeah. So my name is Maximilian Jules. Um, by the way, we are both Germans, but based in Malta. Um, yeah, the, the sports field for, for me was always interesting. I was a handball player in Germany my um, whole life before we came to Malta. And um, I made actually financials and um, financial consulting my whole life. I'm, I'm a, a company and financial consultant. Since I'm 18, self-employed. And um, I deep-dived in the topic of blockchain. How much years now? Actually, I was since 2012 in it. Yeah. So, and uh, now the hobby, actually the hobby became a business and um, we are really, it's, it's so exciting to see the, the, the development now um, to combine blockchain and new technologies, uh, fintech, a lot of things together. Um, and we appreciate a lot the, 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 the support which is coming more and more in, the interest which is coming more and more in. And yeah, we are here as a company to to solve big issues, to bring mass adoption for for um, for this field, you know. And thanks for joining this this, this nice um, podcast today. Perfect. Thank you. And last but not least, Alexander. Yeah. Uh, thanks. So thanks for the invitation, Alice. So uh, to introduce quickly myself. So I'm Alexander Mayorini. So I'm the CEO and the co-founder of Tiki. And to present uh, quickly Tiki. So, um, so Tiki, in fact, is a French ticketing solution and fan engagement solution that is revolutionized the old and update ticketing system. And uh, because of that, we uh, we we notice that um, that the lack of control into the ticketing industry leads to more and more security issues. So, when we can take execution and talk about counterfeiting, scalping, black market, but also economical issue for organizer. All kind of organizer can be uh, rid of that issue, so it can be cultural, musical, but mainly in sports industry, which the the relation with the fan needs to be really, really strong and and uh, and really trustful. And so, while we do that, uh, you know, I'm from Paris, so um, before the Olympics and the the Rugby World Cup, the last big events host in Paris was the Champions League. 
finals between Real Madrid and Liverpool. I don't know if you remember, but at, in this event, we're around the world, but not because of the game, but uh, because there is so many fake tickets and fraud issue around the event. So not even the police could do anything to stop fans that this can uh, go to the event with fake tickets. So, um, so we noticed that now buying the, the ticket has become a, a non-pleasant experience for fans no longer corresponding to the, the new way of engagement and construction of those fans, inspector really in the, the sports industry. So that's why we provide all the services around the ticket and the fan experience to put the to put an end on the barcode ticket and helping organizers to use the full potential of their ticket thanks to current edge technology like AI, but also Web3 mainly. So, um, so what? Each ticket is now a secure, beautiful digital collectible thanks to this technology. And uh, to do this, we provide a solution in a way that is completely transparent and simple for everyone, like organizers, but also attendees with a user experience that is also more simple than the traditional solution. And uh, I think we do that because uh, sports need to really improve the fan engagement and loyalty so improve the revenue and the attendance at the at every game, and um, know it that re the retaining costs cost in fact is globally five times less than hacker a new fan. So uh, for clubs mainly, enhance the fan experience is a priority for every clubs, and uh, and the tickets still the first thing that find hacker before before the game, and also they keep after. So it's time to capitalize on it. Perfect. Thank you very much for the in-depth introductions. Um, now they're all introduced, uh, let's move on to the topic in focus and what we're here for, uh, discussing some questions or statements separately on the future of blockchain in sports tech. Um, as usual with these podcasts, I work around the panel asking you to give your thoughts on the question uh, and reasons behind it. And then each of you, should you wish to have the opportunity to give your take on the situation too. So let's start with you, Max. Uh, interesting to find out your... Um, your take on things here. So how can blockchain um, improve the transparency and trustworthiness of sports data and statistics? Yeah, um, actually, I would make it on a simple example. Um, can you imagine? Um, I, I, we can take actually uh, uh, the part from Alexander. You buy a ticket on eBay, right? Um, how does you know? Uh, when is the ticket delivered? Is the ticket real? Is it improved? You know, um, where is my transaction? Can I check it? Where is it? Can the buyer, if I'm the seller, track the, 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 the record, you know? And this is possible, easy, transparent, and cost-friendly with blockchain. So uh, blockchain is actually the, the best solution for two parties uh, which doesn't know each other, um, to improve, let's say, a digital contract. So it's not the word which is counting, yeah, yeah, I will transfer you the money. Um, the, the opposite side can track easily within seconds, did I make a transaction or did I store something uh, in, inside of the blockchain? And um, it's improved, not by me or by him, it's improved um, through the block providers, you know? And um, this is the complete decentralized way, which I really like, I appreciate it, um, to not be able to, that, that not one person can control or have the power or have the control 
to fake or to manipulate the contract, for example, right? Um, there, there's actually a thousand examples how to use blockchain, um, but the most important is, is, is the trust, the trust and the, and, and the transparency and the speed, the speed, of course. I mean, if you make today a transaction, even let's take an in, in, in fintech, let's take, let's take the banking system, the current bank system with the fiat. Um, I transfer now by Swift $5 to an to American bank account. First of all, the question, how long it takes that um, this guy have the $5 on his account? Minimum a week or five days. So, um, and I pay for five euro, maybe 10, 10 euro, uh, $10, 10 or $15 fee. Doesn't make sense. No. Um, and with blockchain, um, I can transfer, for example, a cent or 10 euro, 10 euro. $100, $1 million, whatever, within seconds. And it costs me every time the same. It doesn't matter which amount I send. And um, yeah, it's trackable for everyone, anytime, from everywhere, worldwide. Right. Perfect. Alexandra, will you have anything to add there? No, I completely agree with that. Uh, the new way of the transaction, the security, the trustability that blockchain can bring to uh, to support mainly, but on every sector, like the financial aspect, is really really interesting, and I think it's going to to come more and more in the coming years. Now it's like it's a whole sector; it's it's hard to move every time of every aspect, but I'm I'm sure that it will come in the few few decades or few years if we are lucky. Perfect. Irina, anything there to add to Max's uh, points? Yeah, so uh, of course we have the, um, the basic thing of the transaction and the whole money transfer. But uh, beside of that, there are other options and ways of communicating with each other, uh, with different parties, which we are using um, in, in BeFasterFit as well. So we are storing data from the runners, from our users. So maybe to add two sentences, what we're actually doing, because we introduced ourselves um, as the person, but not the company. That's why um, just to add two things to the company and why um, we are using it, why we are using blockchain. So we are a sports app and we start now with running. So running is our base. Imagine you have a, a running app and you can track everything. But here we added a lot of different features like challenges, tournaments, where people can run against each other worldwide. So they are connected digitally. They can set, um, they can open a challenge against somebody in the world um, based on their own performance. If they are better, if they run faster, they will win. So we have the transaction, which is made by blockchain and um, easy, fast and deliverable worldwide. So between the parties, so that is one sector that we use. And um, of course, you always need to consider the, the fact of data security, because when you're storing data um, somewhere uh, centralized, it can be a goal of attacks um, and um, things like that. It happened often in the past that personal data uh, were yeah, were catched by frauders or whatever scammers, I don't know, uh, companies. So with blockchain, you are a bit safer in that mode um, and can can save the, and, and store important data. Yeah, I may I may add one one thing at where I had to mind. Absolutely. Um, imagine you are on the harbor, yeah, you are on the harbor, on a port, um, and you have thousands of containers coming in every day, right? Um, 
with blockchain, it makes this so easy. Yeah, just uh, imagine you have this one guy sitting on his crane, <laughs> yeah, and the boss of him is checking. Oh my God, which container is there? Which container is there? Uh, was this container paid? Uh, what is inside the container? Um, are the paper is the paperwork done? Is this done? So you can actually do all of this together within seconds in one block of the blockchain, which is um, amazing and in, in, in effect and in, in, from the perspective of easy tracking things as well. So imagine you you are the sender of the box or of the um, of the container. You know exactly where is my container when it arrives. Uh, is the paperwork done and where is the next delivery and the, the, the receiver knows ah there's my container and this is inside and this is paid and this is the, so um it's actually a, um a, yeah a revolution well, a revolution is the wrong word <laughs> an evolution an evolution of um of speeding up things worldwide and make them more safe that's actually what blockchain is for right yeah keep it on that point but moving over to alexandra with his question here um it i'm going to change the question ever so slightly because i think it better suits both of your business offerings so um how does blockchain technology enhance in be faster fits situation player experience and in alexandra's um experience sorry situation uh user experience in sports both in terms of engagement and security so alexandra first and we'll go to to max and irene because i think both here Maybe similar points, but because you're both from different uh, sort of industries within blockchain, I think it'll be an interesting on this. So, Alexander first. Yeah, yeah. So, just to focus in the the fan engagement uh, part. So, um, so, so we know, in fact, in the the relation with the fan in sport is really different. Like, uh, like other sector, like you know, concert, festival, artists, culture, and so on. In fact, sports clubs or or federation need needs to um, to build a, a relationship for a really long time with fans. Globally, when when you support a club, when you are young, you don't change when you grow up. In fact, you grow up with your favorite club. And so the fan experience must, must uh, also be unique and intense to last over the long term and adapt about the, the, the new way of engagement, consumption of the fan when he grew up. So um, being just like digital blockchain and digital asset this technology is a really new secure way to connect and also to communicate between fans and sports in the clubs and thanks to that the wide aspect of the web3 there is in fact there is many way of enhance uh, the the fan experience i can i can speak uh, for example by the um, the digital memorabilia the trading card and all the ownership that's come around so um so for example, for instance, the, the historic moments in sports. So with NFC, for example, this one can be eternalized as digital asset and give fans the opportunity to own a piece of that history that they come from and be part from, like a game-winning shot, a legendary match, and so on. And this uh, this allowed the fans to play like they were when they were child and engaged new generation thanks to, to simple contests like we spoke about uh, trading digital card like Panini card and so on. And uh, and for than that, we are pretty lucky in France because we have host a major project on this division like Sorar for baseball, football, basketball, over three for uh, for rugby, meta fight for fight sport. And in fact, all 
that aspect are really owned by the fans who are free to use it in completely a new way they want, even externalize the application. So this is the, the main strong and the main strength of the, the, the blockchain technology. This can be also like um, a new interaction for the fan journey. So we can take, for example, the, the fan token instead of, of being like a passive spectator, fans can become active participants and they can interact with the club and participate into few decisions because they own a real fraction of their favorite club. And so you can go deeper in the fan experience that thanks to that technology in a completely uh, traceable and secure way. We can, we can suppose also with loyalty program, merchandising and so on. And the transparency of the global exchange is really interesting for that part. And we can also enhance the fan experience directly into the, the ticketing. As we, as we do as TK, we transform the, the experience to, uh, to tap into the real potential of each ticket. And, uh, and also the, the, the fact is all system use the ticket only as a, a certificate of entry, but, uh, but it, in fact, the ticket is more than that. Each ticket is in fact, the, the first thing you get before the last thing you get after. So put it back at the, the fan experience. You know, when I was young, I have a, a shoes box, which is full of a uh, holographic uh, paper ticket because it's, it's like a piece of art, you know, it's, there is a, an emotional link with that ticket. But now each ticket is just a barcode, a QR code, and anyone just throw on the bin or delete the email even when the event is uh, is over. So I think it's crucial for clubs and the sports industry to enhance their fun experience and get back the all the emotional link there were, but in terms of uh, digitalization. So um so the fun experience also can be is uh, enhanced on the security part. So um so whatever the ticket is uh, digital or physical, it can be duplicated and fraudulently resolved and blockchain can really change it entirely. So, um, so not only the, the entire history of the, of the ticket can be traced, but so it can be also duplicated, making counterfeiting impossible. And, you know, um, more than that, the fact is that what can bring this technology is can provide a secure, like secondary market and make every club have their own platforms. But uh, the problem is that this kind of things exist already, but it's reserved to the, the biggest club, the biggest sports industry with the higher budget. And what blockchain and NFT brings is that every club, every, every, every ticketing platform can bring a secondary market into their ticketing process that, may, uh, that can bring way more flexibility and develop developing also new revenue for fans but, and for clubs, obviously. But this is really interesting that you can bring all this technology, all the new feature, the functionality for every kind of clubs and sports uh, sports team, not only the, the way, the one with the, the higher budget. So, um, so this is, I think we are, um, we are in a future where, um, where every transaction is the sport is need to be enhanced, authentic and memorable. So uh, with few innovation, we can do it. And thanks to the blockchain, we also can do it and bring it all together. So that's what we do in Tiki and with other sec sector, because I think fans are not just witnessing again, they're become a part of the digital legacy of every club. So, um, so this technology can bring every sector alive and transform the, the playing plan. 
one. Uh, sorry, Max, over to you. Um, in be faster fit situation, how does uh, blockchain enhance the experience? All right. I give you another one. Yes, first. yes. All right. So let me start with the base for be faster fit, and Max will add some um, features because yep. we are implementing the technology in actually you can say two ways. So um, one way is, of course, the how it is implemented in, in the features and in the gamification of the app. And the other thing is the whole structure behind. So the whole structure behind, that means that is the BeFastToFit protocol, which is consisting of over 30 smart contracts, uh, which are interacting with each other always. And um, our business model is very important on that, that point. And it actually would not be possible without the blockchain technology. So we are doing the following. Um, we are sharing a huge part of our revenues with the token holders and with the users, which means once there is revenue generated by the app, um, we give 50% to our token holders and uh, they can decide in which currency they want to receive it. So it means when you have our token, you stake it and you want to get your personal payout, which is, of course, the percentage to the total supply. Um, you can say, okay, today I want to have it in BNB. Um, tomorrow you want to receive the part in another token. You know, so there are several tokens whitelisted, and you can choose from a strategic point, from a fan viewpoint, whatever. If you are a BNB fan, you can choose always, whatever. You can do whatever you want, or you are very clever and take our own token. So um, we have um, live transactions. So once there is revenue generated, the, the smart contracts start to work and start to distribute. So that's one part. And the other is, uh, so we are sharing as well revenue with the users. So at the moment, there is um, actually only our app where the normal user, even if he is not um, spending money, uh, can participate in the revenue streams only by his own performance. So if he is really good, if he is a real active person, because we're talking a lot about technology and all this future stuff, but in the end, it's everything about humans and everything about uh, health, because without, you know, so it's the base. That's why um, we have built the faster fit that way. Actually, you can take the protocol and combine it with games, with everything, yeah, the, the basic protocol. But we decided to, to make it with sports because it's important to us. Yeah, so we um, are using the whole options uh, to distributing money to distributing funds digital assets whatever to people to make them earn with their yeah performance yeah that's interesting and this yeah and this is actually um it's it's better to speak in examples um for for the listeners here um imagine you are um a couch potato from vancouver and i'm a couch potato from uh sri lanka how these guys will ever meet if they're not on holiday, you know? So both of them, it's um, New Year's Eve, and they said, oh, this year, this year I go for the for my first marathon, right? But both are currently couch potatoes. Yeah, it's just an example. Don't make me laugh. So, and so they decide together, okay, I want to go five kilometers a day, start slowly, um, would like to do something for my personal well-being, for my health, um, going for a run. Um, and now we are realizing worldwide how much people are alone with this subject. I want to do something for my health. I want to do something for my sporty, for my sportiness. A lot of people choosing personal trainers, going in the gym, spending a lot of money 
Um, and then next New Year's Eve, they realized mm, I was three times in a gym and that's it, you know? And here comes the important fact that what is the most motivating thing besides of the health is to earn some cash, to earn some money, to have some personal uh, funds involved to your own performance. And this is possible through our app. So imagine you start today and say, okay, um, I run five kilometers and you choose somebody. We have a matchmaking system with a clever algorithm made, made, uh, based by blockchain that you can beat somebody in your own performance. Okay, find me another couch potato all over the world. Um, and you can say, okay, let's bet five euro for our run and who is faster wins the pot. That's it. And this, transact this transaction is secured by blockchain by a smart contract. So both parties know exactly, okay, uh, my opponent transferred the five euro, the five dollar, the five BNB, the one Bitcoin, whatever, you know, um, both is possible, fiat and um, digital assets. And I can tell you it makes it addictive. The, the users are um, receiving and they have this, this challenging mode, this battle mode, you know, and um, we can see in our user base that this is growing a lot, the personal performance and it's growing a lot their personal well-being because they have something additional in their hand, not only, oh, I run five kilometers, nice. And um, this is also possible in uh, group challenges. So you can connect worldwide and can say, okay, let's train us ourselves for the marathon, all of us together. And all of us, we are paying one euro, two euro in a pot and the winner gets the all. One friendship circle against another friendship circle. One sports company against another sports company. Audi against BMW. Uh, Volkswagen against Porsche. Whatever. Um, this is actually the, the, the challenge mode, which is only possible that way worldwide with blockchain. That's the only way. And um, this makes our users happy. Um, trustworthy because two parties, you know, and uh, the transactions are in within seconds. They see the result by one click and that's it. Perfect. Thank you. Um, staying with um, Be Faster Fit and in this case, Irina, um, I want to go into trends and emerging technologies within blockchain and sports tech sectors that we should be keeping an eye on, whether that is something that you're considering incorporating within Be Fast to Fit um, or, or just something that you feel is upcoming. And we might have already dabbled with certain areas, but it's keen to get your thoughts here, Irina. Uh, and then we'll go with Max again and to Alexandra. Yeah, sorry. Uh, so are there any specific trends or emerging technologies that you feel are something we need to keep an eye on? Um, actually, there are a lot of things changing now, and of course, one of the biggest thing is uh, the the artificial intelligence uh, coming up. And um, actually, only the creativity of the of the people is the limit. So you have all the things: gamify, um, play to earn, run to earn, um, uh, socialize to earn, whatever. So you have the technology combined with a lot of trends, and uh, I think it would be a mistake to say uh, you should only focus um, on your own technology and miss the other out. So the, the creativity of founders worldwide um, combining personal motivation and personal uh, knowledge with the, um, 
with the options that are delivered by others. I think that is one of the biggest chances for everyone and uh, for the whole humanity in terms of uh, growing. So making things easier, making things uh, affordable and uh, fun um, with everything um, is a combination of, of, of all different technologies and um the only thing that we need to consider is, and it is unfortunately something that all blockchain companies are fighting, are a bit the authorities. Uh, because, and that is one of our um, biggest aims to to break with it. Because in a lot of countries, especially Europe, um, guys, you both know it, um, they're a bit pushing it down. So the, um, the common sense in the society is that ah, blockchain is connected connected with crypto and things with crypto are maybe scam or fraud or whatever. So for a lot of people, this is, um, this is common sense because they never learned that it's not true. They never learned how the options are. You're not teached in school or nowhere in the, in the normal media, you know, so it's actually still a bubble. So um, only, only, only 4% in the world are connected to it and, and are connected or know something about it, which is nothing. And uh, that should be, there should be a breakthrough. There should be something uh, coming out of a bubble because when you, when you compare the times, 2000, let's, let's say 2018, let's not talk about 2009, 2018, 2019. Um, there were only a few hundred uh, tokens. Now there are almost 12,000 tokens. So people are doing something, but still mm. nothing changed. Still, the the international society stick to the old manner, which is which is fiat, which is centralized, which is the the classical banking system. Um, and I think there should be more um, more projects, companies supported, hopefully by governments in in um, in the world. They can show that there is a use case, and it's not only trading. It's not only um, yeah, buying high, selling low <laughs> when people lose money. So there's a real, real um, use case for everyone. And that's what we are trying to do. So we show on different um, options, features, not only what we talked about now, because there are a lot more, but it, it would be a one-man show we would, when we would uh, to talk about everything, um, to, to show uh, everyone outside worldwide that uh, there is a real sense of using it and promoting it in an easy way. Because... Um, even two years ago, the handling of transactions, registrations, KYCs and everything and transferring funds from, from, from your bank account to an app or whatever was so complicated and things getting easier now. And that is the completely right direction for everyone. Thank you. Max, uh, have you got anything more to add on that point? Thanks, Irina, though. Actually, um, Irina said uh, a lot of course, I'm the same opinion. Um, I, I would like to to adjust this thing. We are still pioneers. We are still pioneers in this field for sure. Um, and actually, you can compare it um, in the early 2000s. Everybody was speaking about this new thing. You know this new thing called World Wide Web? Oh my God, this is a bubble. It will not survive. It will die. It will do this. Um, this old behaviors. We have the same actually with blockchain, exactly the same now. Um, and what is actually blockchain? Blockchain was actually the beginning of the World Wide Web. It was actually, um, yeah, the, the beginning of it. The blockchain is older than you think. You know, when the first blockchain came out, it was in the early 90s, you know. And um, 
I think some of the projects or companies um, in blockchain, um, they set this picture of crypto or, or something in the minds of people, which is fraud, which is money laundering, which is this. And this we have to escape and say, no, blockchain is not only crypto. Blockchain is a, a, a platform, the table, you can build on it. You can put something on it, right? You can use the, te the technology. And um, what Irina said is completely right. Um, we see it changing now. We see it completely changing now. But, and um, this, because I appreciate Alexander's idea as well, um, you need to include your, you, you need to include humankind. You cannot just say, oh, blockchain is just for developers. Blockchain is not just for developers. Make an app, um, have an idea which is mass adaptive, which is usable, uh, usable for everyone, and you will see that you will have um, fans, people following you, and understanding the technology in the easy way. If you can um, transfer the idea or explain the idea of blockchain to a five years, uh, five years old child, then we are exactly there where we have to be. Interesting point there when you said about it's not just crypto. And I think that's something that will resonate with a lot of people within the industry. So thanks for that point there, Max. Um, Alexandra, um, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, personally, I totally agree with, with what Max said. And we are just at the beginning, at the cross of kind of technological revolution that could be like AI that could be blockchain and it's just the, the beginning. So things evolve, there is good things, there is bad things. But, um, if I have to choose one, uh, one, ad one advice or what trend that's really important when you want to, to create, to be a pioneer, like Max said, the new technology and, uh, is to, um, to use the technology for what it is and focus mainly for now on the value proposition. And I noticed that the, the, the biggest mistake, like a lot of Web3 and blockchain people make, and also AI this year make when they are starting out, is that uh, in what it can get in the way, especially in sports, is like using Web3, for example, as a sales speech and not as a technological way to delivering real and tangible value. So, um, so for example, if you go to, to clubs on Federation and you say, Hello, I'm making NFT tickets. You would never make it because there, it's mean anything. Okay, NFT. And so what? So for club, the first thing is what is NFT, what it can bring to me. But it's not make it because it's not a, an argument. It's not a value. Is the asset is really interesting and needs to be used. But it's not all. Is that just the technological tool to make, to improve the sector? So, um, so on the other end, if you, if you change your, your approach and you say that you provide that, for example, ticket that's visually different for code bar, like the real ticket of the time, you can allow you to, uh, to connect a new way with your fan, having a better control over who owns and who use the tickets. Now it's clear for the, for the, for your customer is clear for all the sector and you can start democratize this new technology. And make it accessible to to everyone. Because in fact, um, given the economical uh, economical context and so some of the bad buzz we we heard about the this new uh, this new ecosystem, 
Um, anyone unfamiliar with uh, with this ecosystem informally have the poor image of blockchain and Ethereum crypto because they don't know what it is made for, how you to use it, and um, and for the time being. So um, so we need to. Uh, I think we need to radically have a different approach and uh, discourse to promote the value that it can bring and differentiate the them for the technical feature. So um, I, I like to, to take the parallel of the email. So for example, if you want to promote your email solution at the beginning of the email come, so would you say that you're selling like a new kind of letter that use SMTP protocol? Or would you sell more like that you are selling new letter that enable anyone around the world to communicate and share finds in a matter of seconds? So, um, so this is obvious. For the for blockchain NFT, the same things. If you if you wait, if you come and you want to 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 promote a blockchain solution, NFT solution, crypto solution, it doesn't mean things because it, it's just the technological cool and tool beyond that. And uh, and the fact, especially in the sports, because uh, we need to remember that in the sports, the audience come from five years old to ninety nine years old and above. So uh, we really want, we really need to focus on the fan value first and the simplicity rather to focus publicity and the technology. This is where I think it's, it's really interesting. Thank you, Alexandra. And um, I've got um, to finish off a really big question um, for three experienced founders um, and experienced people in the industry. Advice and startups, that there's many startups and the startups to come. Uh, entrepreneurs that are looking to enter the sports tech space with blockchain solutions. What advice would you give to these entrepreneurs and founders? Um, so we're going to go to Max first. Um, what advice would you give? Um, clearly, clearly. Um, actually, is there an example here? You like your examples? <laughs> yeah, like, it's because I, I, I try always to make it um, understandable, easier for for. Um, for yeah. everybody, um, but in this case, I, do I have an example? A lot because uh, as we started a few years ago, we was a startup as well. <laughs> and, uh, we went to hell in this market as everybody. Um, yeah, the, the best advice I can give, um, first of all, not regarding blockchain things, focus always on the things you had in mind. Um, don't go left and right, go straight. That's um, and nobody can, nobody is in your head. That's that's really important. Nobody's in your head, um, so try always to remain on your personal goals. Um, but that's that's in general. That's in general um, the, the best advice for a startup. Um, the second is, and this is when it comes to sports and blockchain, um, focus on the people, but not on the technology. If you focus on the people um, and on the personal achievements and goals of the of the people and um, humankind. Um, you receive your goals much earlier than if you try to explain the whole world, how is it working? Um, the people will not understand what is in your mind as a developer or as a, I, you know, we can talk about codes for the next 20 hours. How is the blockchain made? How is it working? But nobody will understand. So um, the goal should be for every founder and for every startup is, Make my make your business understandable for everyone, and yeah, focus on on people 
to bring, that's what Alexander said, bring fans in, bring people in which are in the industry, which are in sports, which are interested in a health, healthy life or, or something. And um, yeah, this is much easier than you, you cannot, you cannot um, overwork, uh, overdose the, the whole world with your technology. Focus on the people. That's my advice. Thank you, Max. And as you're saying that, I am literally just typing um, the quote that you meant. But it's like I'm taking it as a quote from your first point there. Focus on your goal and don't go left or right. Like you said, it's not necessarily just specifically blockchain, but it's right for any founder and anyone in particular focusing in on a certain target to reach. Focus on that rather than thinking, oh, what about that and that and that? Exhaust that first. So thanks for that. Really, really insightful. Um so yeah, brilliant. Um, Irina, anything there to add from Max's uh, brilliant point? Then, yes, yes, uh, I have ever, uh, anything to add. Uh, so uh, I would like to give an, a headline for it. Uh, you see, I speak from the deep of my heart. Beware of scammers. <laughs> Beware of scammers. It's incredible. It's incredible um, how much projects, companies, whatever, want to sell you something. Want to push you, uh, uh, to consult you, um, how much um, uh, um, entrepreneur and Forbes article is needed, how how needed it is to do this or that. Uh, when you when you have a token, beware where you're listed, um, check deeply. And if you are maybe not very deep into it, uh, let's say you're not a programmer. Um, so go and search for the real partners for 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 good ones. Try to to find one. When you are uh, when you are not so uh, deep into into the whole research of 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 everything, um, get somebody who can help you to decide where to list because you can lose a lot of money in with the this um, fake business angels. It's there are some things that happened in the past, so we learned uh, how not to uh, trust uh, some really needed things in blockchain. Because um, as more and more projects are emerging, um, there are a lot of people who tell you to do this or that, and um, that's why uh, be really cautious about everything. Thank you, Irina. Um, again, very good advice. And last but not least, Alexandra. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, yeah. So I think the, the advice that I could tell is flow naturally that I said uh, previously and as well, like uh, Arena and Max said, it's just, if you want to, if you're a referee entrepreneur, if you want to use this cutting edge technology, remember that uh, it's just the beginning. So your work is to democratize it more than ever. So your work is to make it accessible for everyone and not if you want to really bring um, something with real value focus on that value don't focus on the technology behind so uh, especially in the sport so like like i said the sports is for everyone like when you are a child you are focused on the sport even with grandparents you you continue to follow the sport the sports the the strength of the sports you, you bring everyone into this passion so capitalize on that Remember that make it everything simple, make your really focus on you, what you can bring, what value you can bring and don't focus or focus less with the technological tool, which is amazing, but uh, don't scare your potential customer, which is B2B, B2C. Don't scare them with all the, the technological 
make it really simple, democratize this solution. And this is going uh, really well on the, the following years. Fantastic. Thank you very much, all three of you, for your insight on that question there, but also in general for your contribution on this podcast. Um, that was today's uh, another installment of Evolution Exchange podcast. Thanks very much to you all three uh, for, for joining me and, and sharing your views. Um, and also like to thank um, you for listening and, and uh, hope you can join us again next time. Thank you very much.